Hello and welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. The only show that says, God damn it, a fish fucking movie won the Oscars. Are you mad about that or are you just surprised? A little bit of both, actually. Because, I mean, I was incredibly surprised, but I wasn't mad. And then I kind of wondered if it had a little bit to do with the fact that, you know, they gave Best Director to Guillermo uh, del Toro because they were trying to make the Oscars a little bit less white, and he technically is a Latino director. It wasn't Best Picture. Well, what do you think was Best Picture? Call Me By Your Name or Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah, Three Billboards won Best Actress. No, it didn't. She got an Oscar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Frances McDormand did. You're right, you're right, you're right. I know, because there was big news about it getting stolen at the after party. And Big Sick got snubbed. Big Sick did get snubbed. It should have won best. You think that should have been Screenplay. best? You don't. You think that over Get Out? Oof. Yeah, because Get Out won best original screenplay. Uh, yeah, see? Mm. Yeah, you see? Is that a... Am I racist or racist on that one? <laughs> it's not anything to do with that. It's just they're such different movies, it's hard to choose which one is best original I, I screenplay. Just think, I, I'm glad that Big Sick got a lot of nominations while it got one. Um, but yeah, like I said, Get Out won best I, original screenplay. And it should have. Ultimately. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Allison Janney, best supporting. supporting for I, Tanya. I actually... And we'll get into this later, but I actually wish them... Sam Rockwell's mom from Three Billboards would have gotten a nomination because she was fantastic. Do you want to talk about Three Billboards? Or you want to talk about The Shape of Water a little more? I want to talk about the Oscars a little bit more. Um, fuck fan thread. Sorry. I thought it was. I like P.T. Anderson, and I'm glad that Daniel Day Lewis didn't get the best actor award because he's already got his yeah like he's a pretentious prick and we get it you're Daniel Day-Lewis um I'm glad that uh what's his name Gary Oldman got it I mean guy's an amazing actor and I think that that is shortchanging the entire opinion <laughs> the guy's an amazing actor I love Gary Oldman since I saw him in I was going to say... Uh, Dracula was my first one. Bram Stoker's no, Dracula. Sid, I, since I saw him in Sid and Nancy. I was a little young for Sid and Nancy. Oh, I didn't see that until I was older. But that was the first thing I ever really watched Carrie Oldman uh, in. First thing I really watched him in was Bram Stoker's Dracula. Dracula. And... Yeah, great. Yeah. One of my favorite things that he's ever done was actually a weird thing he did for BMW. It was a really short film where Gary Oldman actually played the devil. Oh, yeah, the, the BMW. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And it was, like, super weird, and not a lot of people saw it, but he was still excellent was, like, in it. That was, three, four years ago, I think? Oh, it was longer than that. It was no, way longer than no. that. When they had all of the, like, British actors come in. Yeah, no, it was Tom Hiddleston was part of it. That was way longer. Tim Roth might have been part of it. That was way longer than that. Okay. But anyways. So. So the Oscars were... Did you notice that they... Swat actress and actor. Well, I don't. What do you mean? I'm not that evil anyway. It is butter. They did best actress before best actor, which 
That was not a thing before that. I never noticed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're fine. Erica, please. Another pinner, all right? Oh, and Jameson? Please. All right, for you? Yes? Um, yeah, they swapped a lot of the gender stuff on this one. Okay. Which, I mean, you know, they've been having problems with the Oscars so white, but apparently they were trying to not get the Oscars so sexist. Oscars so male? Uh, did you did you see the opening bit where uh, where Kimmel made like, made fun of the Oscar? He's like, it's a perfect guy. He doesn't say anything. He has no genitals. He doesn't like oppress you. I was actually he reading, rewards you. I was reading a comic that was one of those. What are you wearing? And the Oscar was like the same thing I've worn ever since it began. Nothing, Nothing. and a sword. Does he have a sword? Yeah, he's kind of holding it. Just eerily phallic, but um. <laughs> Or on purpose? God, what? Yeah, like what was that model after? No, I was. Was that? Is well, it was model Caesar-esque? after. No, it's model after a specific actor back in the golden age of Hollywood. But it was one yeah, of those yeah, things where uh, uh, Irving, something or other. I was gonna say. They I think it. Up. I think it might have been in the critic where they had the joke about the Oscar being an actual person and something about his wife Golden Globes and their daughter Emmy. <laughs> That's good. I think it was um, in the critic. I could be wrong. It was no, some... that's in the. It's a critic joke. Um, it sucked. So, as we both make critic jokes, um, yeah, the Oscars were. I, I think a bit both. I mean, Oldman was a lock. Um, I'm glad. Jenny got recognition. I'm glad Francis Mc, uh, McDonald. Francis McDormand, yeah. One, I was going to say best for three billboards, which I and feel like... And we're going to talk about later. Here's the thing about three billboards, is I don't know if they were trying to make it a little bit indie and underground, but I feel like it was marketed badly. I think it was marketed the same way that... <laughs> <coughs> that all of his other movies were. I mean, he did... Uh, in Bruges, he did okay. Seven Psychopaths. I know a lot of people really like In Bruges, but fuck the soundtrack on that movie. I did not like In Bruges nearly as much as everybody else did. I feel like if they'd done a completely different soundtrack on that, it would have been a much better film. You would really like Three Billboards then. Well, I'm planning on watching it, but I'm just saying. I have this, it, everybody's it, like it, all about In Bruges. You will laugh like at really inappropriate parts. I guess we'll just get into it, but um, and then I'll just bitch about Shape of Water winning for Best Picture because it makes no fucking sense. It makes no fucking sense, Dad. Please tell me you laughed at that comic I sent you. What was that? The one about how if it's in water, I'm sorry, if it's amphibious, they're technically scalies. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. It was the the Adam Ellis cartoon. Del Toro is No, it was the Adam Ellis cartoon. Yeah. Um, That means Del Toro's a furry. If it's amphibious, technically we're called scalies. Which I sent that to Jarls, and he had to Google Scalies. Is that a thing? I have no idea, but apparently it is, because he found it. Because it's the internet, and that's the law of the internet. If you thought of it, somebody's made a porn about it. Yep. And one best picture. Um, Eat these eggs, and then we'll smash! I... It's a good movie. Is it best picture? Ultimately, Deb... Well, not Death. against. Not is it ultimately a best picture? Well, what was all of its. Thank you. You're welcome. Let me get you a uh, gingerbread, correct? Oh, no, I've got a Coke. I'll be fine. Oh, you're good, all right. 
We're pretty low maintenance. All right. Well, at least at a restaurant, not in a relationship. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I was looking at you. Uh oh. I'm the only one here. Who are you talking to? Okay. You talking to me? Who was? Thank you for that. I was going to say, who was everybody that was up for Best Picture? Uh, come up by your name, Ladybird, Shape of Water. Was three billboards or no? Three billboards was up. Uh, there was probably a dark horse somewhere. Oh, Darkest Hours. Um, Darkest Hours got like pushed like it was like a fucking Nolan movie. Dunkirk? No. Dunkirk, really? Speaking of Nolan movies. <laughs> was it Best Picture? I don't know, that's why I was asking you. I don't have it in front of me, but... Here's the thing, though, is that it was It won a bunch for uh, audio editing, editing and all that. The thing is, it did not have a lot of strong competition. What and I feel... Are you hiccuping? I feel like... Shape of Water didn't have a long, strong... Uh, sorry, a lot of strong competition, and it got the push with the Oscars so white and him being a Latino director. Bullshit. Bullshit. I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't an excellent film. I was more fond of it than you were. Because you wanted the other shoe to drop. <sighs> she fucked a fish dude. I'm dead inside. I get it. Like, I'm I'm in the Dan Harmon camp. Where I just... I, I don't get it. I'm sorry. I don't get it. So, you know... Mute girl fucks a fish guy. And a bathroom that fills up way too fast. Yeah, both and of it us would were not pissed happen. about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to stop looking at your left leg or... Nope. Deb is texting. I'm texting Spoon. At least he still has a presence on the podcast. The non-turn. The non-turn. Um, it was an excellent yeah, was, film was, and it had beautiful visuals, little, but I feel like it should have won for like... I with the Oscars. I feel year. like it should have won for cinematography, not for best picture. Do you think that Del Toro should have won for Best Director? Because I don't. I, actually, I think Greta Gerwig should have gotten it for Lady Bird. I don't she, care about... Didn't she win some other things? No. I thought she won some other things. No. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, maybe her as herself. I don't have a problem with him winning for Best Director. I do. I think he pulled really good performances out of all of his actors. Is that what it takes? I mean, like the best that's, director? Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. I, don't I know, mean, I, there's a lot of the, other things uh, that go into it. The Oscars underwhelming to me this year. Were you whelmed? No, we'll talk about a film I was whelmed over. Which I... Do you want to go straight into that? Or I feel like we should talk about Three Billboards first. Yeah. Like, okay. Because you just, just finished it. I just finished it. You finished it because I was Fucking amazing. Late. I mean, Sam Rockwell, by the way, who won the Oscar for best supporting. Um, and the thing is, you see him in so many different roles, and it's almost scary when you see him in such a malevolent role. Was he not role. nominated for Moon, for fuck's sake? I have no idea, but I'm just saying, he plays so many roles where he's very lovable and he's very sweet, and then you see roles where he's like a comic villain or, you know, comic relief, like in Seventh Psychopaths, and then you see him in a role like this where he's basically just evil incarnate, so to speak. No, he wasn't. Well, you know what I mean, though. He's just, he's got that very menacing presence. I heard all good things about Three Billboards. I heard one bad review that I'm going to bring up. 
uh, by Ian Carmichael, the comedian who said, no one has any redemptive arcs, there's literally no character arcs. I find that Sam hard to believe, but okay. Uh-huh. Sorry? That there was Sam Rockwell's the only character arc? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, and I, I disagree. Um, I think the character arc when Francis Dormant is on a date with um, Tiny Lannister. Can I call him Tiny Lannister? Is that okay? Ah, oh, crap. His name's escaping me right now. Well, it's Tywin. Peter, Peter Dinklage. There we go. <laughs> yeah. but we're and call I immediately him. started thinking about in Bruges, even though that's not him. No, it's not. Jordan, uh, oh, uh, Jordan Price or something like that. I think you're correct. Yeah. Um, I think that... God damn Martin McDonough for making me laugh at really dark moments. Okay. Um, laugh at and really inappropriate parts, and then just sledgehammer me into an emotional moment. Um, the movie's fucking amazing. I'm sorry, I'm distracted by this god awful song. I'm distracted slightly by Limp Biscuit. Uh, <sighs> Welcome rolling, to the rolling, rolling, rolling. Well, Welcome to the temporary playing. clap cave. Right. You're at Barracudas. It's very late 90s uh, uh, rock night there. So, here. so, what mood should I be in when I watch Three Billboards? I don't think you can be in one. I think you just have to. Like, if I'm in kind of a. Except that you're going to watch. I wouldn't say you had to watch laughed. I laughed for a lot of it, but. I laughed at, like, really wrong parts. And I think that's what. Mark McDonough wants us to do, and I've seen that with Embrouge and Seven Psychopaths. He had a whole it conversation a very, about alcoves and parks. Of course, he it wants is you a to very, laugh at it is a very things. dark comedy. Um, I wouldn't call it what do they call that a dramedy or whatever that bullshit. It's called a dramedy. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't like that term. Let's get rid of that. Um, it's a dark comedy, and. I reliked it, and I thought everyone in it was great, despite Oscars and all that. I almost said Oscars. Um, you know the Oscars. Yeah, you know, you want to, you want to, you want to win the Oscar, and uh, which is a some kind of award you get that looks like an octopus. Um, Actually, I would a, totally a, love a to win an Oscar. Huh? I'd love to win an Oscar. It's like a combination of like the Oscar and like. The, the god Shiva? No, Ganesh. Ganesh. I'm sorry, Ganesh. Is that the one with the arms? No, Shiva's the one with the arms. Shiva's the one with the arms. Oh, we'll get into this later. Com- don't, don't you worry. I would have said combination of, like, the Oscar and Cthulhu, but, you know. He, you know, the Oscar <laughs> awards are the ones that dwell in our hollow transgressions. Um, entertainment-wise. Okay. No, I loved, I loved uh, three, three billboards. Uh, I wish it would have won more. Well, like I said, she won Best Actress, and apparently she was at the Governor's Ball afterwards, and some dude stole her Oscar. It was recovered almost immediately afterwards, and returned. Was it to one her. of the Coen Brothers? No, that would have been hilarious. It would have been. But yeah, some random dude stole it, and he actually like posted a bunch of pictures of him with it online. Oh, like that. And I guess dumbass. it was. Yeah. 
God, who was it? It was some somebody. Somebody had a photographer there with him and caught a picture of the guy, and so security caught him almost immediately and returned the Oscar to her. But you'd think so if they didn't the, have to take out three billboards outside of LA. No, however, That's there good. was there was a big thing that happened recently where somebody took out three trucks with billboards on them and parked them outside Trump Tower. What? Yeah, like I said, somebody got three trucks. You know the billboard trucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took three trucks and parked them outside Trump Tower with a bunch of billboards about his practices as a president and all the accusations of sexual misconduct. Sure. So three billboards outside Trump Tower. Oof. Oof. Yeah. All right. Um, speaking of political movies. I like how sad you sound when you say that. It's a little twitchy. I, let's just get into Black Panther. I would not call that a political movie. So I would, absolutely. You said you were whelmed. I was whelmed, not under or not oh, over. I was whelmed. I get it. An isolation of society, uh, moving into a counter mythology, manifest destiny. I get it. All of the political and socio-economical stuff in it I loved, but to be perfectly honest, the action was uneven, the side characters were more interesting than the main characters. Actually, that has been the main thing that people says, is they identify more with... Uh, that's what they says? Michael, that's what they say, is, is that they identify more with Michael B. Jordan Absolutely. than with uh, Chad. I'm white, and I... <laughs> identify more with him. Well, here's the thing, though, is that he had a legitimate claim. Why did he have to be a douchebag and come about it in a shitty way? And he didn't quite have a legitimate... I mean, he did, but he didn't. They say any members of the royal family. He is a member of the royal family. Okay, so this super sci-fi fucking African country, like, still has fights of the death. Yeah, but we still follow super weird fucking traditions. Also, the action was a little uneven. Can I grab you some more soda? No, I'm fine, thank You're you. Fine. Any Doc, do you want anything? No. Okay. Yeah. And that was Erica. Our guest star. Also, um, I was Em, if you're like, hearing I, this, I we're just... very sorry for your loss. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that kind of got a little bit talked over just mm. well I'm not going to out her on what's happening but we're thinking of her yeah our usual interruption that's it's rough um I was a little disappointed that they killed Claw <laughs> based on the trailer where I see a super purple thing fighting Black Panther turns out wasn't Claw in its energy state fighting Black Panther like I wanted. It was Black Panther in his weird, like, uh, kinetic energy suit uh, fighting, or they're calling him the Golden Jaguar online. God damn it. Don't kill the bad guy for your next movie. Sorry. Claw could have been a great villain for the next movie. And we're going to so we're going to get a little bit more into Claw later. Ooh, the Claw. Claw's going to get you. Different Claw. Yes, I know. Like I actually feel insulted. Different kind of Claw. 
How yes, did you feel that... about the styling? Slapshot? Slapshot? I mean... I, I disagree completely. I, I really liked a lot of the styling. I especially don't... especially when they are, I was going to say, kind of in the city, when you have the elements of a very oh, you modern... Mean African Asgard? I was more talking about when they were having a very kind of small conversation where you have all the elements of the city plus the elements of a agrarian society, but they also have the graffiti. It's not... Okay. So they have everything completely combined. I want to ask you, did you see War Rhino coming? No, I did not. I'll, I did I not give you that. see I did not And they see do War... introduce the Rhino really early on. Yeah, and I didn't think anything of it. I did not see War Rhino coming. And then Homeboy, who's dating... Uh, I'm going to call her Michonne. I don't care what her fucking name is in the movie. It's Michonne. I did not understand his motivations at all. Well, he was he was an expansionist. Expansionist. Good though. Not a word. Um, but it was he, also he one was of those... one of the kind of mythology um, manifest destiny people who wanted to recolonize the was, world. But if he was if he was so close to Chaka, how could he just flip like that? He was like one thing, and he's like, bam, out. Also, his wife is part of the royal guard. Like, I don't. I don't are they actually married, or are they just together? I think they're just banging. I, I, I think it's more than just banging. I mean, well, I mean she I says, like, my love. I think, they're, I think they might have been in a committed relationship, but I don't think they were married. Betrothed, maybe? I hate that word. What do they call him, Black Panther? The Panther? I don't think they said. What was Nikki's fucking connection to Black Panther? I know what it is in the no comics, but in the movie? They used to date. But, like, she left Wakanda. Like, she's a quote-unquote threat based on their whole thing. Sorry, bitching. No, I don't think she was a threat. She knew about Wakanda and what it really was. So? Would she ever tell anybody? She might. Under threats of torture. She was in, like, a weird sex slave she truck. was trying to bake up, uh, break up the sex slave ring and bring the women back to where they were safe. What would happen if Black Panther wouldn't have saved her? She would have been fine. She's a spy. She was pissed. She's a lady. No, she was She was an undercover operative. She would have been fine. She was waiting she's for the right not, moment. But at that point, she's not. She's not a war dog or whatever they call them. No. She's she, almost no. completely excommunicated, and they bring that up. She is, but like I said, she would have never exposed them, and she was there trying to free those women at being an operative. She was a spy, and she says that a few times. I'm a spy. I'm not a soldier. Yeah. Just saying. Also, I, can I, we talk about how good Angela Bassett still looks? Damn, girl. Keeping it tight. I'll give her that, but not the character. Like, I remember Ramonda from... Or Ramonda? Or Ramona, or whatever her name is. I remember from the comics, from the, uh... The Christopher Priest run, which introduced, by the way... Uh, Martin Freeman's character, who I kind of want to get into a thing with. Um, I'm going to. But I remember her like being the queen. Like she's not willing to bow to anyone. She's not willing to. It's, it wasn't that she wasn't flexible, but she wasn't rigid either. Um, does that I think make it's sense? That she knew her power and knew when to flex it. Yes. Um. I'm really glad they didn't call that guy 
who was one of the side characters. Gorilla. Oh, huh? Gorilla. Oh no, his name is way worse. Doing okay? In the comics, his name is way worse. Way worse. Um, that guy, once again, interesting side character, never gets really truly played out. Um, thank God they didn't call him man ape. Oh, that's what it was. I knew it was something horribly, mm-hmm. horribly racist. White ape. Which, or man ape, sorry. Even worse, wow. Well, white ape, I, no, white ape is worse. We'll get into, we'll get into white wolf a little bit. Because uh, we're getting to the uh, post credit, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, bullshit. Post credit was bullshit. Um, now I'm calling it right now. Bullshit. It's been out for like three weeks. I'm calling it. Um, no. So for man ape, I'm sorry. That's what I'm gonna call him. Um, don't like it. Mm, don't care. Um, I liked what they what they did with him. That. Once again, all the interesting characters were like side characters. Man Ape, the the guy from the Gorilla Tribe. I can't remember the name of the tribe to save my life, but um, well, it's been a little bit since him saw the movie. and the the like weird Tony Stark sister. Um, even Michonne's character, fucking like, why are we not focusing on them? Deb seems mad, looking at her phone. What you got, Deb? Nothing important. Then why are you checking it? Yeah, calling out on the podcast. I'm hurting, I was going to say, I'm texting back somebody with fragile feelings. No, I'm right here. (laughs) Didn't. Attention all men. If I don't text you back for a few hours, maybe I'm fucking busy. I'm not ignoring you, you little bitch. Okay, well, that got real. Um, yeah, you asked for it. Yeah, I kind of did. Sorry. Um, but yeah, in terms of Black Panther, I You thought, said you were whelmed. Whelmed. And it didn't set up shit. Here's the thing with Black... Well, it set up Wakanda coming out, but that's about it. Was it there... In Civil War, I just recently watched like the first half of Civil War. Their dad was there, or his dad was there. Going like, hey, we're a part of the like Sokovia Awards. Uh, with Sokovia Accords. Awards. Accords, thank you. Um, they didn't win a Sokovia Award for, you know, best performance. Uh, get out! No, I'm just kidding. Um, wow. Whoa. Yeah, that got real. Wow. Um, that was all you did. It's a joke, assholes. Um, but no, like, he, the father was there at the UN saying like we cannot like you know stand by and watch all this happen and then the bomb goes off and went to his oldest friend and okay, blah blah here's blah. how I see this so the, the dad was fucking reaching out to the world and then T'Chaka is the dad T'Challa is mm-hmm. Black Panther yep um going to finish your thought and let me talk, or are we just going to sit awkwardly while I watch you burp? Well, I'm going to cut all that out, so just jump in. So, how I see it is, he was coming out saying, we can't let these things happen. As the dad a, was. Yes, as a leader of a poverty, as the world sees it, poverty-stricken country. And then he passes away. 
And then T'Challa comes out as a leader of a first... This is a way he dies in a bombing. Anyways. Sorry. Are you going to let me talk? I just think that might inform some of T'Challa's... I was going to say, comes out as a advanced first world power. However, in between now and then, I think one of the main reasons that he completely changed his stance on that is because he realized his dad wasn't the hero he thought he was. Yes. That's one thing that majorly informed his decision. And I have to tell you, what a little bitch. You left an orphan child in the middle of nowhere without his family after you murdered your brother? Fuck you. You left an orphan child in fucking 90s Compton. He was straight out of Compton. Exactly. Fuck you, dude. You could have left him in middle America and he would have been better off. Fun question. Oh, God. If you have airlifted that child child to Iowa, would this movie have happened? Probably not, no. I think it would have. Should have been the only black kid in, in Iowa. Yeah, and he probably would have ended up like uh, Chidi from uh, The Good Place. Okay, I'll give you that. Always so uncertain of his actions, he never did anything. Oh, that makes it sad. Yep, and yeah. it's true. Yeah. We should probably move on. So, I, I Zombie had a system premiere. Yeah. You have not watched it. Yeah, but go ahead. It's not going to run it for me. I love this show. It's um, so different I and so interesting and so fun. For you. That's okay. Although I have to tell you, I saw Major and some other things recently, and it was really weird. Really? Some things he'd done like five years ago, where he was basically playing the pretty boy toy. It was weird. Uh, my notes are Ravi. Remember at the end of last season, he took the cure and then was scratched by Liz. He now shows zombie predilections. I would have said characteristics, but okay. Predilections. Every so often. At which point, Liz calls it (laughs) his time of the month. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Angus, who I have a personal issue with, because he was rude to me at my day job. <laughs> Sorry. He got dropped into a well, and now he's out of the well. I wish he would have stayed in, based on my personal Feeling. issues. Yeah. But he got dragged out of the well and now thinks that Blaine's word is the word of God. Awesome. Also, Liv eats the brain of a super awesome or super hardcore um, Seattle Seahawks fan. Oh God, please no. She does a face paint and everything. I'll admit that I have a 
deep-seated hatred for the Seattle Seahawks simply because, no, I worked at that bar over on Colfax last year, and they had this giant Seahawks booster club that would come in on Sundays to watch the games, and I have no problems with fans, but these people were entitled dickbags that treated the staff horribly. Also the 12th man. Or something, I guess, Something stupid like that, I don't know. Sure. Sports are dumb. And that was the end of my iZombie rant. Um, so, with iZombie, I have to say, I really enjoy the fact that it's almost a palate cleanser show to me. Because... I don't agree with that. Well, no, but it's even how dark and twisted and weird it gets, it still makes me happy when I watch it. It's very Veronica Marsy, where no matter how horrible everything that happens and it is, the characters do somehow find their strength and find a way to be who they need to be. I thought James Doring was back in it. Yeah. You like looking at him, right? And um, who was the actor who played Max Rager? Uh, Stephen Weber. I saw him recently on Two Broke Girls. <laughs> playing one of the characters' father who's in prison for a Ponzi scheme. Still basically playing the same character. Yeah, Stephen Weber is Like I said, money-grubbing dirtbag who's into young girls. Pretty awesome. So, moving on. Uh, watched Daddy's Home. I watched Daddy's Home 2. You know, Daddy's Home, the first one, was pretty rough already. I don't agree with that. I thought it was pretty funny. You know, I'm not a huge Will Ferrell up the, fan. The dialogue in terms of like what a stepdad would go through, well, it, it is, it's nice or a step parent. Like even. I said, it is nice that they addressed a lot of the issues with a blended family. Uh, okay, blended. And, yeah. And I do like at the very end when Mark Wahlberg kind of has to start going through the same thing with John Cena. That, yeah, that who cracked does me the play fuck up. a slightly larger part at the end of Daddy's Home Two. This movie was. A fucking orphanage fire. Not a dumpster fire. An orphanage fire. Wow. Trash is not burning. Babies are burning. Children are burning. Are being lit on fire and used as kindling. Um, yeah, this one was rough. I literally skipped the last, like... There's a, a, a okay, song so and it's, dance... It's there's what? a it's... song and dance... Hold on. There's a song and dance moment at the end that I literally just like scrolled through. I was like, yeah, I don't need to hear Will Ferrell singing some Christmas song to John Cena to make him realize how magical. I guess, yeah, magical or lucky he is. Like, it was fucking horrible. That said, I will say, I will say, Mel Gibson's actually really funny. So it's what, Liam Neeson and Mel Gibson are the dad's dads? Uh, the dad's dads are uh, Gogo Lithgow. Lithgow. John Lithgow. Okay. Uh, as uh, Will Ferrell's dad. Which makes sense in a weird way, especially if you imagine he's still a murderer from Dexter. The Trinity Killer? Or the killer. character from uh, Third Rock from the Sun, actually. Dick? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, imagine he's still a dick. Yeah. Um, Incoming transmission from the big giant head. We don't make the big giant head, we just make him big and giant. Um, no. Terrible movie. 
less said, the better. Well, I have um, to ask you about something like that. Did you ever watch Bad Moms? The first one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you watch the second one? Bad Moms Christmas? Yeah. No, apparently, apparently, according to critics, this makes, Daddy's Home 2 makes Bad Moms Christmas look like Shakespeare. Oh, Ooh. see, that's what I was afraid of. Because, yeah. like, I felt like Bad Moms was an okay film. Like I said, I felt like Bad Moms was an okay film, but I didn't feel like it warranted I a liked sequel. Bad Moms. Like, yeah, it was I did funny. too, but I didn't feel like it needed a sequel. So it's a couple movies that shouldn't have had sequels that did. Pretty much, yeah. Speaking of sequels that actually should fucking exist. Uncharted Lost Legacy. You hate it? I love it. Um, Why shouldn't it exist? No, okay. That was a bad lead-in. Yeah, it was a bad lead-in. I will say that there are a lot of the same game mechanics, so... Um, The three things I have to say about this very much uh, disproved my point earlier. And by earlier, I mean, like, five seconds ago. I love this song. Is this the cover, or the... I have no idea yet. I guess we'll find out. No, it's not. That's the original. It's the Violent Femmes. No, this is the, this is totally the Gnarls Barkley cover. You're right, this is the Gnarls Barkley cover. Totally Damn the it. Cover. Uh, <clears throat> Uncharted Lost Legacy. Now I want to watch Reality Bites. It gets... That's weird, because I kind of want to watch Gross Point Blank. Oh. Ooh. Right now I have Ace of Spades in my head. You dick. Um, Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Uh... It gets super real emotionally. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of got a tear in my eye when Chloe realizes that her father has discovered these ruins before her, before he died, and sent her the weird Ganesh thing. Um, I guess you have to play the game for it, but uh, it gets super fucking real about Legacy. Um, I love that Sam Drake pops up. Um, I had my issues with Sam Drake as a character popping up in Uncharted 4. Yeah, we heard your pissing and moaning. Yeah. Um, but on this one, um, Sam pops up and he lends himself to the kind of gender reversal where it's two women in the game Mm -hmm. and he's the lone guy. So I will say at one point... Chloe, who's one of your, your main character, uh, like is like, can I get a little help moving these like vines out of the way? And uh, Nadine Ross uh, <laughs> like helps you, and she's like, you go first. No, you go first. Like you know, they're arguing about who's gonna go first, and then Sam just walks in and goes, thanks, ladies. Like, don't mind if I do. And you're like, um. But then at one point he gets very uncomfortable about both of them giving him a boost to go to a ladder. <laughs> to find a crate, which is ha 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 from the last games. Interesting. Um, I really like the, the, the gender reversal on, on this game. Um, 
especially when Sam Drake's finally introduced in the, I guess, third act, you'd call it. Um, as well as one thing I wish would have been in all of the Uncharted's. Doug is getting, like, Hulk angry on this one. He actually is kind of adorable. So, there's kind of a side thing where, like, you know, to discover, like, little hidden treasures, blah, blah, blah. In this game, if you get all of the um, tokens and you get this, like, bracelet, that's got, like, a ruby attached to it, the ruby, like, emanates whenever you get near a, 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 a treasure. Okay. So it's a locator. Yeah. So whenever you're near one, it's like... So you wish that was in all the games? I kind of actually do wish it was in all the games. You can literally tell if you look through... If I were to pause and go through all of the treasures I've found, there's like a huge chunk of didn't find, got the bracelet, <laughs> then a huge chunk of the ones I did find. Because I was close to them and the thing reacted to it. So... In terms of that mechanic, I really do wish they would have had that in previous um, Uncharted games. Okay. This one, they kind of corrected it. I, I, I guess corrected is a term for that, but um, I'm glad that they have kind of like a, a treasure magnet or whatever, you, what are the, the metal detector kind of thing. You're looking at me like an ass. No, I'm trying to think of a word. Divining rod. There we go. Treasure divining rod. A metal detector, yeah. Well, well, not all treasures are metal. No, I, almost none of the treasures. And I beat, I stand behind divining rod. Yeah, divining rod. That's why I was making the face. I was trying to think of that word. Um, um, so, so that's a mechanic that I wish was, would be, hopefully, in future games, and... They probably won't reference that in the movie, so. So I want to. Because the movie's gonna suck. The movie's gonna fucking bomb. I'm calling it now. Are you done talking? Hmm? Are you done talking? No, I'm still a little angry that you know the Uncharted movie is gonna be a prequel with. I appreciate Tom Holland, but it shouldn't be a prequel. So here's my thing with Tom Holland. I think he's a. You think he's a good Spider-Man? Yes. But he's very physically small. And I don't mean like, you know, like short-wise. He's just, he's very wiry. In the dick. I have no idea. But I was going to say, he's very wiry, and he's got more of a swimmer's build or a runner's build than an actually muscly build. Swimmer's build. I'll which give is, you a swimmer's which build. Is, which is not bad. It's not bad in the slightest. However, it does make his physical presence in the film very small so i'm not going to believe him as an action hero unless he's doing it through speed and agility and wits as opposed to physical strength which would be the early which is great spider-man yeah totally works for spider-man however uh, my thing is go ahead i think he might not have enough of a cinematic presence to carry it off my thing is that you're gonna have. And I think he's got a great build and a great. But he does come persona off as of very a great, physically uh, small. Charisma to do. I think he's gonna be a great young Nathan Drake. But. But. The people that play the games. We don't want young Nathan Drake. You don't. 
You don't want to know how... We older Nathan Drake. We want Nathan Drake. I don't care what made the things that I like. I just want the things that I like. The Patton Oswalt bit. Absolutely. Here's some rock salt and sugar. I don't care what made the things I love. I just love, I just love, love the, the things, things I, I love. love. Um, we don't want a prequel. That's one of the things we actually So he liked. grows up to be Nathan Fillion, who would be the only actor. The only yeah. person who could ever do Nathan, right? I agree. I Which mean, actually the internet agrees too, but yes. And Nolan North should, the voice actor, should be in it. Yeah, of course. And he's in Con Man. And it's great. Um, so, I'm getting the wrap from Deb. Uh, <laughs> so let's uh, finish off before we get into the usual ending nonsense. I wanted to bring up something interesting because I've been rewatching a few things lately. I've been rewatching Raising Hope and Two Broke Girls in the Middle. And what all of those things have in common is they're supposed to be about very low income, I won't say families, but very low income people trying to make it. And you and I have both lived far below poverty level for much of our adult lives. Yeah, technically. Yeah, you and I know the struggle. And I was watching a few <laughs> the struggle things. struggle is real. The struggle is very real. And it's different for a show like, like I said, Raising Hope or The Middle when they have children. But especially in particular in Two Broke Girls, they have a really nice fucking apartment for living below poverty level. Look at the apartments that lived in on Friends. Um, Here's the thing, though, is that they use the same thing in Friends that they use in Two Broke Girls, where it's a rent-controlled apartment. Oh, they did get into rent-controlled on Friends. It was her grandmother's apartment that got passed down to her, so it was still rent-controlled. Or the one above us, the one above them. It was like the future Chandler who... Yeah. Anyway. No, yeah, no, it was the one below them that was future Chandler, and it was the old man. No, it was the one above them. No, because they were stomping to piss him off. No, he was stomping to piss them off. Therefore, it was above them. Believe me. We're going to go back and look at this. But anyways, I can't believe we're having a fight about stomping on friends. But it was one of those things where I'm like, I get that you guys are trying to represent living below poverty level, but you don't really quite get it. Or working class. I don't know. Working class. Standard living? Like, yeah, like, they don't. But it's just one of those things where they have a whole joke about them using, like, coffee filters as toilet paper. Coffee filters are more expensive than toilet paper. Depends on what you use toilet paper for. Your ass. And coffee. Actually, okay. I think that's a... That would be a great stopping point. But you have a social contract. But I have a social contract. <clears throat> Dear fashion designers... Deep pockets. Why do we have them? Why don't we have them? I cracked a phone because my Harley Quinn jacket had shallow pockets. That was well designed. No, it was too shallow and my phone fucking fell out of pocket. Okay, the jeans I'm wearing, like, I have to, like, dig into my pocket for change. As if I'm going to meet Mr. Tumnus. In Narnia? Yeah. Like, it is fucking horribly deep and I'm wearing like Levi's jeans it's so you can put a tool in there like a wrench or a hammer oh there's a hammer there a hammer is your penis 
If you liked this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, yeah.